the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing the Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's ready for episode 110 of What a Beautiful Podcast with me, your host, Jack. Oh, and it's me, your boy, Andy. And that's right, 110 episodes of What a Beautiful Podcast. We blow our minds every single week. Oh, we're, I'm sweating. It's been I'm 10 sweating. episodes since the 100th episode. And it's Feels been like 90 episodes since the 20th episode. Oh, God. <laughs> what was even episode 20? It doesn't matter. It was something bad. We were still doing Battle Tendency, and we still sounded like shit and didn't really know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> yeah, but Battle Tendency was really fun to read through, so that so that, yeah. that helped carry us. I always think back to Battle Tendency, because like, of all the, the manga versus anime, that's the weirdest one, man. That's the weirdest one. The anime, both are really good, but in weird ways. Yeah, they, they make some ways. bizarre, there's some bizarre differences between the two, and ooh, yeah, yeah, but, but we're not talking about battle tendency, because what are we doing now, Jack? Well, if they listened last week, they would know that we are in the deep, the deepness right now. The deep game, the deep state of Vento Oreo. Uh, we are on chapter 132, What Lies Beyond the Arrow. And this is very special because this is where, because up till now, I'd say, like, even with all, like, the gross Part 5 stand fights, things have been kind of, like, quote-unquote typical for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as far as, like, plot progression. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Okay, yeah. P- heroes going on a journey, have an endgame. And what happens now is a really weird turn that kind of, that, it, it's an interesting kind of stalling until the final fight. Like, I don't, I, I still honestly don't know what its purpose was other than, other than, other than to be really weird. Are you talking about Requiem? I'm talking about Requiem. Yeah, see, Requiem is probably my favorite thing that's ever happened in JoJo. I imagine it's really decisive and could be seen as a pace breaker. I think it is fucking incredible. <laughs> no, I agree with you, but it's like, I'm trying to imagine the thought process that led to it. But again, that's me overanalyzing like 20-year-old manga at that point, and it doesn't need to be done. Yeah, like we say this, we've been saying this literally every week for probably the last half a year. But this is this shit is is insane. So we're gonna oh, do that, yeah. and then we're gonna we're gonna you know wind down on a chapter or two. Or yeah, Dragon we need Ball. some wind down after this. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're very happy to bring Dragon Ball back on the show after we uh, we haven't seen it in a little bit. So yeah, not no Jojolian for a bit. So. Here comes Yamcha, number one lady respecter. <laughs> so, without further ado, where we last left off, uh, our friend, our, our new friend, Diavolo, is having a bit of a confrontation with our old friend, Jean-Pierre Polnareff, who is looking a little worse for wear after they had a com- they had another confrontation in the past where Diavolo absolutely destroyed poor Polnareff. Oh, yeah, like, disemboweled him, took a bunch of his parts off, and now, as they confront one another again, 
in this scuffle, the stand arrow that Polnareff was holding uh, gets lodged into Silver Chariot. Not Polnareff. Polnareff doesn't get nicked with it, um, but Silver Chariot does. Just Silver Chariot, and uh, we're going to find out what that does. And, you know, you may have some experience with it, so you probably know what it is, but... The way it plays out will surprise you. So, without yes. further ado, the the kind of uh, pickup chapter before the the main dish, uh, what lies beyond the arrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this radiance coming from the arrow? D- damn it! Something's gotta take this. Time resume your progress. And we see the radiance is coming from the body of Silver Chariot being pierced with the arrow and seems to be melting. Yeah, so King Crimson tries to take a swipe at at Chariot, but he's just melting. Yeah, he melted into the ground and in he's kind of like soup. He's yeah, soup with a sword. Polnareff is really confused, and Diavolo is really angry, and it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. The, the the soup goo of Silver Chariot, uh, you'll notice that he has two eyes again. Um, he only had... he Didn't he only have the one? Yeah. Yeah, you can see as he, like, schloops up the side of the Colosseum that he has two eyes again. Arrow is through his head and crawls up the wall onto this balcony. Impossible. Chariot is a close-range power type. It shouldn't be able to reach more than two meters away. What did you do? Is the arrow capable of doing more than bringing forth the stand talents out of a host? Is it because you use the arrow to pierce your st- pierce your stand itself? This is a gamble. A gamble. A gamble to prevent Diavolo from obtaining the arrow. The arrow is our only hope. I didn't want to show him this, but now that I'm useless as a combatant, I no longer have the power to fully control the arrow. He who fully controls the arrow will control the world! Smash cut to uh, Mr. Giorno and Trish. It, it happened again. Time just skipped again. Silver Chariot is still kind of goopy on top of the Coliseum. Diablo. You won't get away! And King Crimson gives a, gives a Josuke punch right through the chest. <laughs> yeah, guts, wheelchair, Polnareff. Uh, kind of like as an afterthought while Silver Chariot is hanging out in the background. Um, regoops itself, s- dissolves some more into this brick, still holding the arrow in its face. It's Because it, it, it's weird, because it's just like, Silver Chariot still kind of looks like himself, but he's, uh, he's doing something. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing something real, real weird. Yeah. <laughs> Was your extended range another effect of the arrow? You must have come here to tell Bukalati of some secret the arrow can unlock. I can forecast your actions. You're trying to carry the arrow downstairs along the gaps in the stone. There you are. There you are. I already found you. King Crimson was chasing after him. Yeah, got the arrow. It seems that over the years you discovered an incredible secret within the arrow. And then you waited for the right moment. But Polnareff... It's just too bad for you! The arrow belongs to me! Oh, what's happened here? Every... Polnareff, uh... Polnareff's on the ground. And there's... He's remembering his time in Egypt. Oh, we get... Oh, gosh. Here are the part three boys in part five style. Iggy looks bad. 
Oh boy. Is oh it, boy. Is that Darby stand? Yeah, yeah, that's that's hail to you. No, no, is that fuck? That's um judgment. Oh, that's cameo. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Why is cameo here? I don't know. Abdul's here. Uh, Joey, Joey's here. We Kakyoin, see the back of jorts. Yeah, Kakyoin's got extremely flowing hair, but mm-hmm. that's a weird choice to draw. Like one stand to represent part three. That that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that was a pretty climactic, like Polnareff moment. But like, yeah, I hey. mean, it definitely was like a turning point in this arc, but it, it wasn't exactly a memorable stand. The, the, the design, no, it's still kind of like just a weird robot. Yeah. Um, and as the life is flowing out of Polnareff from the wound in his chest, he remembers his friends and the things he's done along the way. Aw. The beating of his heart. Now it's stopped, and his melted runaway stand has gone with it. But the life you lived was not in vain, Polnareff. You have done an excellent job. In service to me! Now I just need to solve the mystery of this arrow. Glance. That's a weird-looking panel. <laughs> Glance. It's just Diablo's head sticking out of a wall. <laughs> yeah, but he sees the rest of the gang. Uh, Trish, Mista, and Giorno looking to see uh, Bukalati just really bad shakes. Um, what is Trish? All right. Look, look over there. It's Bukalati. He's alive. But it looks like he's hurt. Bukalati, be careful. I can feel the boss close to us. This is probably Trish's line. <laughs> there they are. That's Trish. One, two, three of them. And one must be in the turtle. Yeah, Narancha. We haven't seen him in a bit. And, thunk, uh, thunk, thunk. There's a rock hmm. jumping down. And it's like Diablo notices something over by Polnareff's body. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes to kneel down to see if Polnareff is still alive, and in the background, on top of a rock, we see two black boots. Tim- what could Tim- these be? Mm-hmm. What? Diablo looks up, sees nothing. Guess it's nothing. Step, step. Those black boots again, walking behind Diablo. Flip the page, and the reveal... Diablo turns around. We see an entirely dark figure clothed all in black, sort of looking like a like a Robin Hood kind like of like a deal. musketeer. Yeah, like a Revolutionary War kind of a, uh, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, step, step. You kind of you can kind of see it this close up. He has the stand ear. He's got like the freezer oh, yeah. ear kind of thing like going a, like on. Like a frog ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. You. Who are you? When did you get here? Step. 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 And as you see, look closer, this figure's neck has the imprint of the arrow burned into it. God, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm like fantasizing seeing this happen in the anime and I'm losing my mind. Oh, <laughs> Can you That's even all... imagine they're probably going to... like the episode. The episode where What Lies Beyond the Arrow happens is going to end on, like, the black boots above Diablo's head. And it's oh, just going to be like, God. what? Oh, <laughs> what <God>. is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so cool. But anyway. We have weeks. Weeks to go. Yep. So, he keeps just walking. Mm-hmm. Step. Step. 
Who are you? What is that mark on your neck? Stop right there! He refuses to answer, and then all of a sudden he drops the arrow. Diablo drops the arrow. What? Hmm? Why? Why did Diablo drop the arrow? What's happening? You! I ordered you to stop! Face me! What's going on? Why did I drop the arrow? Why am I sitting? He came from the wall where Chariot melted. Is this... Could it be... The arrows? Step. Step. Mista! Guard Trish! Something's not right! What is this? Why do I feel so strange? Drop. Drop. Mista, Trish, on the ground. Asleep. Bukalati. Dead slash asleep. Unknown. Even the turtle's asleep. asleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. President's taking a nice snooze. But, Bukalati. Everyone. Why? My my hand. What? Jorno passes out. (laughs) Excuse me. Snore. Snore. Uh, This mysterious man just keeps walking. Keeps walking, but now you see in his hand he holds the arrow. And then we flip over. Oh, this is a great cover. Uh Whatever this is. This is a classic. (laughs) Yeah. Jorno Giovanna as God. Yeah, as literally Atlas. (laughs) Yeah, holding the world. Chiseled cut. Mm. Araki had a hard-on for Jorno. It still does, probably. Yep. He expressed it very uh, blatantly. So, it's time... It's finally time to start reading what we've been hyping up for almost a year now. What I consider to be the the magnum opus of of JoJo arcs. The Requiem plays quietly. Part one. And we open with no dialogue. Just seeing Diavolo asleep on the stairs. Step, step, step. Birds sleeping on the Colosseum. Step, step. The dog's asleep. Step, the dog's owner, asleep. Cop, asleep, sitting in a, a a running car. Step, step. And we see the plot... This is, this is Rome. Yeah, this is like some cross, cross street in Rome. Passers-by, pedestrians, all asleep. There's a car accident in progress. Everyone's asleep. Everyone's asleep. Step. And we see the 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 dark clothed figure step onwards. Um, He's just walking; he can't be stopped, not even a bit. But then, but then, a close up on a single rose that begins to open, and a bee flies out, which seems to wake up Giorno uh, as it begins to rain. Um. Man, I forget. The voices are going to be tough here, because I forget who everyone is now. Oh, right. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll just, uh, we'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah, spoiler alert, something really weird is about to happen. Yeah, do do Jorno at first, and we'll play it by ear. Yeah. Jorno wakes up. Ah, and then, I feel, you know what, I just realized, we could just do the voices the same, because... Does it really matter? Oh yeah, I mean it's them speaking. Yeah, yeah it's still that's... yeah, it's still the same body, right? So yeah, it's the same body. Also, yeah. you're reading left to right. <laughs> oh whoops, yeah, yeah whoops, whoops. Yeah, but you're American. Uh, when the weird thing happens, we'll explain it so you can follow along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? What? I fell asleep, and then ah. Oh, 
What? What happened? Jorno? The sun's already come up. Jorno checks his watch that has suddenly appeared on his wrist. Six or seven hours. We... All that time. We were asleep the whole time? <sighs> Jorno is dripping blood. Oh, boy. Jorno's, Jorno's hands are very cut up. Yep. He flips them around. What? What? What is this stuff? Why are my hands wet? But... Blood! Why? No way! Are we under attack, Jorno? Where did they get you? Uh, Trish jumps up and... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I need to parse these panels for a second. Yeah. <laughs> she leaps up. Mista's gun falls out of her hand. Or falls next to her. And she picks up the turtle in a very un-Trish uh, leaping squat motion and yeah. takes cover. <laughs> oh, okay. She was throwing Mista's gun so she could catch it after she took cover. Because <laughs> it just lands in her hand. That's actually really cool and would look way better animated. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Get between the stone... Oh, fuck. I almost... I did the thing. <laughs> Get between the stone walls, Jorno. I don't know what just happened, but you're a sitting duck out there. If you're hurt, then start treating your wounds. I, I don't see him anywhere, though. Is he hurt? Hey, Jorno. Hi, Jorno. Now. Oh, what's going on? Uh, what's, what's going on? I'm not reading the wrong bubbles, I assure you. <laughs> yeah, we're doing the right thing. Keep... Where is Jorno, anyway? The bus's ability is King Crimson, which can erase time. But this ability that made all of us fall asleep seems like something completely different. Trish, holding Mr.'s gun, sweats, sweats. Trish, I can't see Jorno anywhere in these ruins. Could you tell me where he is? If he's hurt, we, ha we gotta go help him. Uh, dude, what are you saying? You're not making any sense at all. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Mista is in Trish's body. Yeah, alright, let's uh, let's pull the curtain back here real quick. So, uh, yeah. yeah. This mysterious yeah. shadow man, which I'm not going to reveal what it is yet, uh, yeah. it is a, has a power to basically Freaky Swats. Friday, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I forget who's, who is, whose spirit is in Jorno's body right now. We'll find uh, out, but, but it's pretty clear that Mista is in Trish. That's that's the whole thing, because uh, she's holding his gun, talking like Mista, and about to scratch his dick when he realizes that there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Huh? What the hell is this? Grab, grabs uh, his own titties at this point. Ah! Hey! What is this? Why the fuck are they here? No! No, wait, it's all gone. That's even worse. I'm missing something real important here. Hey, Jorno, why is there blood all over your hands anyway? Hmm? Hmm? Mm -hmm. What, what are you looking at? I'm talking to you. Yes, you. you. You're talking to me. You're the one who's not making no sense. The bl This blood, huh? It doesn't hurt or anything. Jorno healed me after the mold attacked, but the wounds didn't get plugged up all the way, so I guess I, I, so I guess some blood ran down for my soldiers. Ah. And Trish looks over at Mista's body, who's starting to get up. Uh, <laughs> Alright. What just happened? Did I fall asleep? I feel so odd. 
Trish looks at Mista. Mista looks at Trish. What is this? <laughs> Whereas inside the turtle, we see Narancia, who has been patched up but still bleeding, looks at himself in the mirror and is surprised at what he sees. Um, Giorno looks down into the turtle, sees Narancia, becomes clear that Narancia and Giorno have switched places. Uh, okay, so it's Narancia and Giorno's body. Yep, and Mista and Trish just look at each other and scream for a while. <laughs> this, uh, this face. Ah, ah, <laughs> we've been Freaky Friday. Giorno's body and mine, no. Our minds, our souls. No way, while we were sleeping, all of us, our souls, me and Giorno, Mista and Trish. All souls were swapped between our bodies. Bukalati's still asleep. Or is he? Hmm. Mm. Do we get we got here a uh, a fact page about Giorno? I mean about Narancia rather. Oh yeah, I guess we've never gotten one of these before. That's a little, a little too little too late. But uh, all right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, history. His mother died of illness in his childhood. His father treated him as a nuisance. When he was 14 years old, he was framed for a crime and sent, a, sent to a place resembling a reform school. Later, when he was living on the streets and on the verge of death, he met Bukalati and entered the world of gangsters. He offers 100% of his love and loyalty to those who have earned his complete trust, but he never opens himself to anyone else. He is troubled by the fact that he never completed primary school and becomes enraged when other people mention it. Take caution. At his, he is quick to draw a knife quick to draw his knife wait a second we did we ever get a narancia backstory chapter we did we did okay yeah yeah we did no yeah because i remember seeing narancia as a little kid oh okay yeah. favorite book doesn't read favorite movie <laughs> doesn't watch movies favorite tv show fist of the north star good of taste <laughs> favorite music tupac snoop doggy dog <laughs> american rap music favorite foods pizza margarita with mushrooms Orange juice. Gross. Dislikes <laughs> with <laughs> mushrooms, really? And orange juice? I mean, probably not at the same time. I oh, mean, this maybe. is the rancher we're talking about. Yeah, probably, probably, at, dips probably at the same time. Spicy foods. Liquid noises dripping, sliding. He loves the sounds his leather shoes make when he walks on winter mornings. Hero, Bruno Bucolati. Aw. The Requiem plays quietly. Part two. Mista holding a mirror, looking at himself in the face, being very scared. He tries to open the mirror, like there's a trick happening here. What? What? What in the world? Why did I? What's wrong with my face? My body? I? I reek. My armpits smell horrible. Hey, hey, hey! Hold on, Trish. We've got bigger problems here. This is a stand attack, and it's not the boss's King Crimson either. Anyway, someone made me switch souls with you. Damn it. D did the boss call more of his elites in? No, Narancia. If the boss himself is in this close to the Coliseum, I doubt he'd leave this to his men. And although, and although you're calling this an attack, is that really what it is? Our souls were only swapped, and there's not really any damage going on. What's going on? I'm still <laughs> older than you, Jorno. Don't forget it. This is oh, weird. <laughs> this, is, this is something. Why? Why am I Mister now? There's hair growing on my fingers. My nails are short and they're shaped all wrong. And there's gunk under them. I can't live like this. This smells awful. 
don't blame me, it's just because we fell asleep next to each other. So, that's what you think of me, huh? I smell? Hey you, where do you think your fingers are going? Ah, it's not, it, it's not what you think it is, the elastic makes it all itchy, okay? Keep your fingers out of my panties. God damn it. <laughs> oh, okay, don't spread your legs any wider or I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, I get it already. This is your fault for wearing underwear that lifts your butt. It's too tight and uncomfortable. Your bra's riding up too. I'm warning you, if you stick your hand in my skirt again, I will frickin' kill you. I will curse you to death. <laughs> Goes to cry on the ranch. <laughs> ah, the ranch. Bah. That's Jorno. Are you re- do you and you really want to kill yourself? <laughs> God, this is some levity. Yep. Hey, hey guys. Uh, well, I I got the question. So about Bucalati. Uh, me and Jorno, Mista and Trish. If we swapped with the person sleeping closest to ourselves, well, Bucalati, he's still asleep. What happened to him? Is is he okay? What's wrong? Stay back, Narancha! Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Doom. Bukalati's body should have someone else in it, too. So, who could it be? Is that what you're worried about, Jordan? What? Oh. Sorry. Before we yeah. came to the Coliseum, what happened? Who was next to Bukalati, and what became of the boss and the man in the Coliseum? Narancha, scan the place with Aerosmith. Yeah, I already tried that, but Aerosmith is that weird... Is That's weird. My stand ability... Dun, dun, dun. Get out here, Aerosmith! It's not nope. working. Aerosmith isn't coming out. Did our stands get... No, Narancia. That's not true. Look again. Ooh. Ooh. Aerosmith comes out super fast. Aerosmith. It's so fast, I couldn't see it. But what is this? I don't know why, but I feel refreshed. Trish pulls out uh, Narancia's gun, fires some bullets. We don't know why, but we're brimming with power. Uh, Sex pistols, all riding one bullet, split it into six shards, shoot a bunch of posts off of this fence. No reason. I've still got my own stand, but it's like they've been powered up. I broke six iron bars with one shot. I've never had so much spiritual energy in my life. What kind of effect does this swabbing ability have? What is its objective? This this stand user, is he an enemy? It definitely doesn't seem like it. There's nobody around there's nobody anywhere nearby. I don't see anyone who might be the boss, and outside the Coliseum, all the drivers and pedestrians are still asleep asleep. I can't see how far this goes on the radar, but nobody's getting up. They're all on the ground. Don't. Tom. I I can feel the energy of a soul through the ground, but whose is it? Who did Bucalati swap with? Narancia. I mean, Giorno. Are you thinking the boss might have switched with Bucalati? There's, there's one thing I'm sure of right now. That's not true. All I can say is that isn't the boss's soul. If it were him, then I'd feel it. However, the strangest thing is that the boss isn't here anymore. The boss somehow vanished. Bucalati. We can't find anything out until he wakes up. 
That means we'll have to keep an eye on him this whole time. Thump. Slide. Slide. Oh, Mr. President's here. Slide. Slide. Uh, You want... (laughs) uh, So much pain. Slide. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, boy. Yep, so uh, Giorno as Narancia is looking at this pole, and then the turtle starts to speak. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. Ultimately, your true enemy here is Diablo. Got that? (laughs) (laughs) I never wanted to see Mr. President's face this close up. It's really bad. This hurts, but listen to me. Nero Giorno, you are Giorno Giovanna, right? You swapped with Narancia. Punch. Yeah, he pulls out gold experience on the turtle for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, he to make sure that the there's boss. no one. Yeah. yeah, that there's no one inside the key. Right, that, uh, right. Pops the key out of the turtle. No, I am not speaking from within the turtle. It's me. I'm talking to you from right here. And, uh... Yep, keep going. My name is Jean-Pierre Polnareff. I agreed to meet you here in the Coliseum, but Diavolo caught me and I failed to uphold the agreement. My body has died on the second floor, but because I was forced to use the power of the arrow, it hurts so much, but I was able to swap souls with this turtle... Rip in pieces, Mr. President, I guess. Yeah, Mr. President is dead. Polnareff's body is dead. But Polnareff lives on as a turtle. turtle. (laughs) Trish, who is this guy? Or Mr. All of you, you must listen to me. What is happening right now is a fragment of the power of the arrow that I meant to hand to you. My soul is barely clinging to life right now, so I may tell you about this ability. The arrow is not your enemy, however, it is not your ally either. I had no choice. If I hadn't used the arrow, I would have been taken by Diablo. I uh, shall explain to you what your hope is. Bird's eye view of the Coliseum. Polnareff versus Diablo. Bucalati. Giorno, Mr. Trish, and Durantia entered here. Cool. All right, time for some exposition. Yep. Ugh. First, allow me to say one thing. This was something that I had to do because Diavolo left me with no choice. This abnormal situation currently affects all of you equally. It is the ability of my stand, Silver Chariot. Whoa. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Here we go. But I have already been defeated and killed. I don't have the power to control or erase this ability, and I don't know where Chariot is either. It has gone berserk. Da-da-da-da. Yep. Uh, is, yeah, I think this is Giorno. Yep. Who the hell is this Polnareff guy? He's not lying. It's there on the second floor. There's a dead man next to a wheelchair. Your stand's gone berserk. What an irresponsible man. What happened to you and the boss? Where is Diavolo right now? I'll start with the conclusion. 
I don't know where Diavolo is. Obtain the arrow. Before the boss does, you must stop my chariot, which holds the arrow. The only way to defeat is King Crimson. You need to take the arrow from chariot and master the power of the arrow. Dun, dun, huh. What? Yep. The, the situation is uh caused by the power of the arrow, and if we get the arrow, then it'll stop. It was a small incident, a coincidence, two years ago. I had barely able to, I, I had barely survived and was no longer able to fight. I hid in an abandoned house in a farming village, and that was where the small incident occurred. A small bump had knocked the arrow down, which I had found in Egypt, off the wall, and into a little crack between the wall and the furniture. It was an unremarkable little incident. A normal person would have just been able to reach it and grab it but it was a difficult task in my condition. I figured I could just leave it there, but I decided to try picking up the arrow with Chariot, and that's when it happened. Chariot cut its finger on the arrow. It was an accident. To stand users, the arrow is nothing but a tool that makes more enemies, but I was unable to fight anymore. Nobody knew who I was, however. I discovered something very simple. The arrow draws out the stand abilities of those who have talent. However, if that arrow pierces a stand, I don't know how old that arrow is, but I began to understand what the maker of the arrow was thinking. There is something beyond stand powers. There is something that is beyond what already exists. Suddenly, birds started falling out of the trees and around the farmhouse. Bugs hid beneath the leaves. Livestock slumped over in the fields, and the farmers by the road fell asleep. I realized something. If the arrow were to be used by someone with the power, that person would be able to dominate the souls of all life. That was my discovery. I didn't have the power to control it because I was no longer fit for combat. Before it went berserk, I took the arrow back from Chariot, and everything went back to normal, as if nothing had ever happened. And I waited for people like you who were seeking Diablo's identity to appear. Although Dia Diablo completely outsmarted me. The the power to dominate souls? Is that what this is? Even though all it did was switch our souls? No, I told you that this was only a fragment of that power. Without the ability to control it, I am unable to see what lies beyond. But it exists. If any of you obtain the arrow, you will be able to control it. To obtain the arrow would mean to kill your chariot. Is that a fair assumption? Go ahead. Chariot will be extinguished regardless if you take the arrow from it. And I have already been killed. One more thing. There is another vital but unbelievable fact I must tell you. You are the girl named Trish, right? Yes. Although I have hair on my fingers right now. The boss works as a pair. There was a boy who managed to disguise himself as you and fool Bucalati. That boy and Diavolo are a well-coordinated team of two. Disguise himself as you is kind of a stretch. <laughs> what, like, Dapio just said, like, hey, don't, I'm, I'm a girl. And Paul and, and like, like alright, that, that checks. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, what, what? What do you mean? That's impossible. The reason the boss has kept his secret so well is because he trusts nobody. You're right. I don't understand either, but there he was. But he was there. A mysterious boy. If it weren't for him, Diavolo wouldn't have gotten so close to me. 
Giorno. Uno blip at nine o'clock. Bleep. Bleep. At the gate on the right, something's moving. It's a human. A human is running through the gate. Ooh, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, um, here he is. <laughs> we see the boss's silhouette sprint through the gate of the Coliseum. The that that that's that face. What is what is happening here? Everybody's leaping into action. <laughs> yeah, everyone's leaping into action doing some SEAL Team 6 shit. Uh, <laughs> like verts this wall here, signals to Giorno. Oh, God. Our Giorno signal, signals to Narancia, move Aerosmith uh, behind the, the, the boss running through the gate. And then everybody sees to the left of the boss in this archway is the dark-clothed man. Wait, Giorno, to the left. Look in the shadows on the left. Oh, boy. Here he is. Here he is. It's Chariot. So that's where it was. Or perhaps we should call it Chariot Requiem. That mm -hmm. is my chariot, which has evolved further using the arrow. Okay, yeah. So this is Silver Chariot Requiem. One of the coolest things Iraqi has ever drawn and will ever draw. It's super cool. <laughs> it's, the fact that it's all black. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like black. Like, all covered in shadows, musketeer-ass motherfucker who never yeah. looks forward. He, You can only ever see his back. Mm-hmm. And in contrast to everything else that is full of color here, it's super off-putting. And I am just, like, imagining that, like, in the anime, when, he, when, when there's shots that are, like, focused on him, there's going to be, like, no sound or, like, no music. And it's oh, going to, like, cool. cut back to the other casts and it'll be a bit more lively than cut back and it's just like slow and dark silence oh, so cool. just stepping uh-huh um but yeah diablo diablo's body tries to have a go at silver chariot requiem that's damn it diablo was looking for chariot too he's trying to take the arrow wait Jorno, don't attack yet Ooh. Oh! Out of Diablo's body appears sticky fingers. <laughs> that that's oh no, I'm ahead again ahead of myself here. <laughs> that stand is sticky fingers. That's, that's Bugalotti. <laughs> oh, sticky fingers unzips uh, the arm carrying the arrow off of Chariot Requiem. Bugalotti's soul. Oh boy. Oh boy. oh boy! You want to stop there for this week? That's a good. Uh, four yeah, chapters that's, in the a, bag. that's yeah. a good, good. I think that's a good place to stop. So what are yeah. we halfway? Because unlike other arcs, this is a, a pretty, pretty quick one in eight parts. So we're just about halfway through. Yeah, we've got like uh, oh, fifteen chapters left of part five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, because we got, oh, we got five, five, okay, so 20 if you count Sleeping Slaves. Um, but yeah, and that's it. God damn. Woo! I'm not ready but, for part six, Jack. <laughs> I'm not either. I, hopefully we can time it right that the finale of part five is like the air date of the part five anime. Let me, let me see. I'm glad that you can just type in part five anime and it immediately knows what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Because, like, in any other world, that those are just, like, nonsense words. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is that? What does it even mean? Um, oh man, come on, come on, show me. Yes, I meant the golden wind. Shut up, shut up. Uh, October fifth. Mm-hmm. So, we got we got four. We got five weeks. If we can finish this shit on October first or like October third, the air di- like our air date, and then Friday is the start of the anime, I would be very proud of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we can do it. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to shoot for, listeners. Um, but we now got, we still got to figure out how we're going to cover the anime because we we got we're going to cover it to some capacity. Yeah, I mean, we can just do it like we did. Uh, didn't we cover the part three anime? Did we do that? No. No, we no, we, we like at we covered the end, part four anime at the end of each. Well, we know, yeah, we covered part four anime episode to episode. But since mm-hmm. we read all of the part five manga, that might be redundant. So I figured we'll we probably see. just do like a short little review, I guess, like giant air quotes review of each episode. Yeah, like <laughs> taking a look at different scenes. We're not gonna like do a whole thirty minutes of it. I don't think that yeah. would, that would be well because that's what we used to do for part four. Yeah, but it, it felt necessary because we were reading part three. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah, which wasn't which was fun, but. Less interesting than some things. It's true. Um, but for now, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're, we're good this week. We're continuing at Dragon Ball, finally. After all of Green Day, all of... All, a bunch of Jojolian. And where we last left our heroes, Goku, Oolong, and Bunny Girl Bulma, uh, they just received a Fiat 500 from the man who respects women too much, Yamcha. Uh, who is following them on their quest to get the Dragon Balls so he can steal the Dragon Balls. They're on their way to Fry Pan Mountain. And into the fire, chapter 11. (laughs) Uh, So, started from the narrator. After narrowly escaping Yamcha's attack, the three head to Fry Pan Mountain to find the sixth Dragon Ball. And now, two days have passed. Uh, Say that's that's Goku. (laughs) How much longer to Fry Pan Mountain? We're almost there. What's with this heat, though? Don't you think it's kind of unusual? We should be in the north. It's because of Fry Pan Mountain. Fry Pan Mountain was originally known as Rio Rio Kaizen and was a nice place to live. And then about ten years ago, flames from heaven fell down and started burning the mountain, turning the weather into what it is now. Look, it's that mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's so hot. Wow. C- come on, let's not go after all. Gyumao's there. Just who is this Gyumao anyway? You really don't know? He's supposed to be a super frightening guy. Some people call him the Demon Lord. Anyone who gets near that mountain all end up like this. Uh, oh, does a yeah, cutting. Like throat slicing motion, I yeah. guess. They're killed? Yeah, he nods head. Look at the top of that mountain. You can see a castle, right? That's Gyumao's castle. Inside, there are all the treasures he's amassed, so tons of people come trying to steal them. But since Gyumao's always guarding it, the Sixth Dragon Mall must definitely be inside there, then. So Gyumao's in the castle? No. <clears throat> no, he's protecting it at the bottom. 
The mountain started burning one day when Guillermo was out on a picnic with his daughter. These flames are incredible. Not even Guillermo can return to his own castle. You really know a lot. It's just stuff that's written in the textbooks at school. Anyway, that's how things are, so let's turn back while we still can. There's no way we're doing that after coming this far. You two have a death wish or something? No matter how strong Goku may be, he'll just be like a fly to you, Mao. I'm getting out of here. Puts the feet in reverse. <laughs> ah! He's running away again! Pee 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 pee! <laughs> <laughs> Bulma gave diarrhea pills to, to Oolong, if our readers remember. Uh huh. Ah, fine, I'll go, just stop! Very important detail to this uh, storyline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, back to Puar and Yamcha in their uh, little hot rod. Oh, they've started moving again. It looks like they really are serious about going to Frypan Mountain. Hmm, the sixth Dragon Ball should be in Guillermo's castle. Well, that means they'll never get it. Yeah, not from Guillermo. Between the fire and Gumao, it's absolutely impossible. Maybe we should give up, too. Not yet. That boy might be able to make friends with Gumao. He is San Gohan's grandson, after all. Gumao and San Gohan were both disciples of a man named Muten Roshi. It might pay off to sit and watch what happens. Yeah. Huh? Oh, boy. And uh, <laughs> we hear a scream... And then, how do you want to how do you want to describe what Chi Chi's wearing here? Okay, so, <laughs> so she has it's, like a boomerang helmet, and then like bikini armor and a cape. Yeah, like bi bikini ass armor from like Dragon Quest or anything else. Yeah. Um, and oh, she's being chased by a Tyrannosaurus. That's the important <laughs> because thing. of course she is because it's Dragon uh, yeah. Ball. <laughs> stomp, stomp. Uh, you want to do Chi Chi or sure. Ox King? Okay. Oh no, I want Ox King. You do. All Chi -Chi. right, then I'll do Chi Chi. Yeah. Uh, big old dinosaur chasing her down. Yeah! Don't come any closer. Throws the boomerang part of her helmet at the dinosaur. Chops its head off. Clean. De completely decapitates the T Rex. <laughs> oh yeah. But boomerang returns back, slots into her helmet. Job done. Ah! Ah! Daddy! Scary! Uh, points to her helmet, and a laser comes out. And explodes the body of the dinosaur, ripping pieces. <laughs> ah, that was scary! Uh, who's that? She's pretty strong for being so scared. Ah! <coughs> Hello! Yeah, Out of the frying pan and into the fire! Beam! Ah! I... Why does she have a beam? And Yamcha, respecter of women everywhere, uh, double double hand hammer punches this small girl in the head. <laughs> like, God, what a frightening kid! And then he just like pat cleans his hands. Yeah, dusts off his hands. Very proud of himself. Yeah, time Job for well us done. to head to Fry Pan Mountain. So Yamcha-sama, you're fine around those kinds of girls. Of course, because I'm not a lolly. Nah, there it is. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> Goku, Bulma, and Oolong are in hell, I guess, because they're just skeletons everywhere. <laughs> oh, it's so hot out here. 
dummy, don't shout in such a loud voice. Gumo might hear you. Hmm, so that's the castle. According to the radar, it really is up there. Which means it should be easy if we fly up there. Hey, Sun-Kun? Goku? Whichever one we're using? Can you go <laughs> grab the ball up there? I'll go and try, I guess. All right. Flying Nimbus! Ah, don't shout, I said. Be right back. Don't come back until you find it. Hurry up and get back here quick. Wow. Uh, Goku yeah. ascends this this fire mountain. This is crazy. So that's it. I should be able to make it. No. Nope. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, who is? Th oh, that's okay. Hey, look. Forget it. Just hurry up and get down here. Ah, this kid's such a scaredy cat. As a huge silhouette holding an axe sneaks up behind both of them and <laughs> throws it in pan like sticking the axe in the wall they were uh, hiding behind. And I love the faces here. God, Toriyama is so good at drawing cartoons. God damn it. <laughs> these, these the juxtaposition between Bulma, Oolong, and the Ox King here is just insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. We see this huge man in armor and a horned helmet. Uh, or does he have horns? I never knew that part. No, it's just this hat. Like, okay. Do you want to talk about one of the biggest glow-ups between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is just, like, Ox King becoming, like, a domesticated great-grandpa that wears, like, pink polo shirts? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like that one uh, Nintendo commercial where Bowser had, like, a button-up shirt and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Bulma and Oolong are losing their minds over this mountain of a man. Uh, you got Ox King. Yeah. Who are you, and what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, are you Gumo? <laughs> Oolong can't even form words. You didn't come here to steal my treasure, did you? Hey, did you? No, we were really just passing through, right? Hey, it's no good. It's too hot to get through the castle. Stupid! <laughs> ah, who are you, old-timer? You moron, watch your mouth. It's Q-Mouse-sama. It's all over. We're gonna be killed. Hey, kid, is that cloud you're riding on the flying Nimbus? Who gave that? Who gave you that? Eh? I got it from an old man named Master Roshi. So you're, or we'll just go with Ox King for now on. Yeah. So, so you're Ox King, huh? You look really strong. Master Roshi, do you know where Roshi-sama is living now? What a surprise. Not only is Kame-sen and Gumao's master, Ox King's master, but also a super talented martial arts master as well. What will happen next? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Gumao is like beef devil yeah. or beef demon. Uh, which is which is a fun thing. Let's do another chapter. I, I'm, this is fun to wind down with. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We so just like the the general the classic Dragon Ball moment of Scary Man actually wants to be Goku's friend. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Happens time and time again. The feared demon lord known as Ox King saw Goku's flying nimbus, and once he realized that it was indeed a present from his old master, Master Roshi, in other words, that funky old man known as the Turtle Hermit, his attitude changed entirely. That was some exceptional on-the-fly translation, Jack. Thank you. I was doing some mental gymnastics. <laughs> the, the, fun, the, the Funimation executives would be proud. 
Oh yeah, they, Funimation. Where where's my uh, where's my voice acting deal? Get, yeah, get, right. Hit me up. <laughs> hey, you know where Master Roshi is living right now? That that master guy or whatever, Turtle Hermit. He lives somewhere off the coast, I think. Oh no, wait. We know where he yeah, lives, he, right? He, he lives somewhere off the coast, I think. Oh, this is wonderful. Now I can return to my castle. Hmm. This, this, isn't, this isn't the flying Nimbus. Oh, no, this is nice. Power the, pole. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, this isn't know, the power it. pole, is it? You know a lot, don't you, old timer? I got this from my grandpa. Your, your grandpa? You mean Son Gohan? Yeah. <laughs> ah, this is unbelievable. You mean your Son Gohan's grandson? <laughs> you know my Jesus. grandpa. Everyone knows Goku. Oh, here's Yamchen Par. <laughs> Look, this kid is actually making friends with the Ox King after all. He really is something. Know him? Your grandpa was Master Roshi's number one disciple, and I was number two. This is truly wonderful. Goku's stoked. <laughs> yeah, Goku's super stoked about this huge man who's now his friend. <laughs> now we just start to realize just how powerful Goku really is. Forget that. I just can't believe that perverted turtle hermit is that great of a person. Oh, that's right. This isn't time to be sitting around talking. I have a request for you. What? The truth is, to some, I, the truth is, thanks to some information I received lately, there is an item called the Beshosen in, in Master Roshi's possession that is capable of wiping out all the flames on this mountain. Translator's note, fiber banana folding fan. Yeah, sure. it's basically just like a big magic fan. Sick. Do you think you can use the flying Nimbus to go borrow the Bishosen for me? Sure. You think you can give me the Dragon Ball in return? Dragon Ball? What's that? It looks like this. Do you have one in your castle? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen one of those before. Sure, sure, if that's all you want. Yay! Hooray! Wake and laugh! I love Oolong. Like, he's, he's a shithead, but it's very fun to see him, like, react to things. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen them so... The Dragon Balls are that small? I thought that they'd be at least as big as a dodgeball. <laughs> Why? Well, funny enough, in Dragon Ball Z, the Dragon Balls of the planet Namek are as big as a, as a dodgeball. Oh, did Yamcha see one? It's like, I knew it! I nah, knew I wish. It. Oh. He doesn't go to Namek, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, because he was too busy being dead. Right, he died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him, T him and Tien and Chaozu don't get to come back to life until after Freeze is gone. Okay. All right, here I go then. Oh, one more thing. I didn't think things would be solved this easily, so yesterday I sent my daughter Chi-Chi out to find Mountain Ro Master Roshi. If you happen to find her on the way, would you mind picking her up? Chi-Chi? She's a bit timid, but a sweet girl. You can even make her your bride if you want. <laughs> bride? Uh, Oolong is thinking about a, like a, a female ox king. Like, ox king with lipstick. Like, <laughs> Here's a picture of her. So I just have to bring her back, right? And Oolong, yeah. everybody is Jeez. floored. She's super cute. Ah. Yamcha and Poir is like, ah, shit. 
That girl! The one you knocked out earlier, Yamshasama! That, that was Ox King's one and only daughter! <laughs> <laughs> they get back in the car. This is bad! At this rate, I'll be killed! We've got to do something! <laughs> Drives off back to her body. <laughs> <laughs> there she is! Still, like, knocked out cold. Uh, are you alright? Come to your senses, miss! Uh, wait a minute, Chichi-sama! She's about to blast him in the face. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you know my name? What does that matter? First, allow me to apologize for hitting you like that earlier. Please forgive me. I just love you so much that I... Oh, my oh, God. No. I Yamcha <laughs> fucking tips hat. <laughs> Poir... To... To Poor's credit, he's just like, is this is this what we're going with? This is this, this is the plan. <laughs> okay. Eh, you love me? Well, well, yes. Yeah, facing the camera, unenthused. Re- really? You're not lying? Of course not. Look how serious my face is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's the thumbnail. <laughs> Yamcha's doofy-ass face with his missing tooth. Oh my, you have a missing tooth. Your face kind of looks funny up close. Yamcha-sama, try to control yourself. Oh no, he's here. No one's ever told me they loved me before. I've read about this in a magazine. People who love each other go on things called dates. Then they hold each other's hands. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Yams and Poir driving off into the distance. <laughs> he he left. I wonder why. Hmm? I know. He must be embarrassed too. Hey! Coming in. Is your name Chi Chi? Ah! Yes, but who are you? It seems like everyone knows my name today. I got it. You've come to say you love me too, right? You're Ox King's daughter, right? You, you know my father? Yeah, he asked me to do something for him. I have to go get this thing called the Bishosen. Huh? Really? Here, I'll take you with me on Nimbus. You, you want me to ride on that cotton candy looking thing? Yeah, you should be able to if your heart is pure. Then it's fine. My heart is as clean as a flush toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Clim- clambers up, grabs Goku's tail to pull up. Uh, just, uh, Goku in in some pain, or yeah. oh, loses his power. Uh, huh? What's wrong? Don't pull on my tail. When someone does that, I lose all my power. Oh, uh, Poir and Yamcha look in the distance. Oh. Oh my, why do you have a tail? Because I do, that's why. <laughs> what a great thing to hear. So his weak point is his tail. Now we can, now we can beat him for sure. Don't fall off. Pretty fast, huh? What should we do now, Yamcha-sama? For now, we wait. They'll definitely get their hands on the six Dragon Ball. And once they start moving again, for the seventh, we'll start tra- we'll start trailing them again. And when all seven are gathered, I'll seal them all with my wolf fang fist. 
If you have some, if we have some spare time now, do you think you should go see a dentist? Ugh, but I hate dentists. Damn it! It's all that Goku kid's fault. Goku and Chi Chi on Nimbus. Chi uh, <laughs> Chi holding on to Goku for uh, stability. It's very cute. <laughs> and oh, and then kicks her in the crotch because he is fascinated, fascinated with girls. <laughs> I, I thought so. You don't have a pee-pee. You're a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Pushes him off of Nimbus. Thunks. Goku thunks onto the ground. Chi-Chi crashes into a piece of rock. Fantastic. I hope Goku was able to get along with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm jealous. Yeah, as long as he doesn't pat her. Oh, too late. <laughs> yeah, too late. Uh, back on the Nimbus. Uh, tensions are high. Why are you angry? I didn't do anything bad. You did something really bad. But at that moment, she thought, now that I've been kicked in that spot, I have no choice but to become this boy's bride. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. This ocean's so big, we'll never be able to find Master Roshi. I'm going to ask someone. Okay, Dear. <laughs> why uh, Why did you call me dear? <laughs> Great. So, uh, Goku's... Oh, that... Yeah, that's GT. You don't see these kind of people in the mountains. Hey, hey, do you know where Master Roshi's house is? Yeah, I know. He lives on a tiny island way that way. Yeah, they're talking to a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, that's a dolphin. It's great. Because usually the talking animals in Dragon Ball are anthropomorphized, but sometimes they're just regular. Sometimes it's just a dolphin. Yeah, sometimes it's just a fucking dolphin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That's it, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, there's a house. Oh, uh, this is that island, the turtle house yep. and everything. Hey! Oh, here's Master Roshi. He's here. Mm-hmm. Hi there. Hi! That's the turtle. Mm. Was I doing Roshi? I think you were doing Roshi. Oh, yeah. Hey! Well, would you look at that? It's the, it's the flying Nimbus and the boy I gave it to. That man's Master Roshi-sama? How you been, Gramps? Oh, just fine. Chapter ends. I, I love how Dragon Ball has no, uh, like, hesitation about ending the chapter. Just like, why not? Yeah. And so, they finally find the Turtle Hermit. But will they be successfully able to borrow the Bashosin? Next time on Dragon Ball. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> it adds to the experience. I know. Speaking of experiences, this experience is coming to a close. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you once again, everybody, for listening to What a Beautiful Podcast. As always, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. I post links to the episodes every week in r slash Stardust Crusaders. Every episode is archived on our SoundCloud you can talk to us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. We will see you next week, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye.